everybody. Welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. It is episode 100. How have we made it this far? That That's my know. real question. I don't know. Like, what, what the hell, mate? Yeah. So if you don't know who we are, uh, I am Blue. That is Brad. This is a podcast about anime. We're just two idiots. We don't know what we're talking about. It's just our personal opinions on shit. We review different anime every week. New episode comes out. We just have bants. And today we're kind of doing a, a reintroduction to the podcast like we did as our very first episode. So it's an amusing episode <laughs> of podcast. Getting to know us, um, getting to know our favorite anime, video games, all that kind of nerd stuff. Yeah, so we're not actually going over any specific anime this week. Nothing specific, but also everything specific, because it's, also. you know, specific to us, specific to this podcast, what we have learned, how we have grown, all the shit we've gotten into since starting this, and, mm-hmm. you know, just general banter, because that's, for some reason, that's all people want to hear, is the banter. They come for the banter, they stick around for the anime. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It feels very weird recording this right now, because I normally when I sit down to record for the podcast, I have my notebook filled with just loads of notes about the anime. I have, like, plot points written down, and I have all of my mathematics for figuring out like statistics and that and I don't have that right now so I'm kind of like I don't know where to look and I don't know what to do with my hands and (laughs) you know what I mean but can we also talk about how that has kind of shifted since we started this because we both used to take like super detailed notes yeah and like try to plan this shit out and then now look at us it's pretty much all free form or it's all free form from my hand because I am the biggest idiot out of this bunch you're at least the one that comes with plot points and statistics and i'm like i might have news i might have done my job i promise nothing anymore yeah the podcast has gotten so much more relaxed from when we first started i think it was just like we didn't really know what we were doing like we had an idea of what we wanted it to look like but we didn't actually know how to put that into practice this podcast was also supposed to be once a month when we first started that's what everyone was saying they're like there's no way that you can keep this up once a week you're gonna kill yourselves watching an entire anime once a week do it once a month we were like uh well we'll start off with trying it like because we didn't want to do an amusing episode that didn't go over an anime and then not have an anime podcast like release right after so we're like okay well we'll do them introduction episode and then a episode of anime right after the week after so that we're getting content out just to start with and we ended up just sticking with it and doing that consistently and that's just how it was yeah and then not only weekly but some episodes we dropped like two in Mid-week. one week yeah, yeah, yeah especially we... if we had a part two yeah because we man how things have changed yeah we used to go episode by episode just... On, like, two core animes. These bitches used to be over three hours long. Yeah. Now I start freaking out if we go over, like, the hour mark. I'm like, oh, no. What have we done? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we used to record a lot more. We used to go into real detail of each episode. And I feel like we've just kind of settled ourselves into a real rhythm. If you go back and listen to those old episodes... Uh, Brad and I will cringe the whole time because we don't like listening to our old episodes back. But yeah, you'll definitely be able to tell how the format has changed of the podcast over time and how our setup has changed as well. Because obviously right now 
I was supposed to be back in Toronto. I'm not back in Toronto. Snow happened. Canada happened. My flight got cancelled. So I, I will be back in Toronto next week, but it didn't happen this week. So my setup is not as it would be normally. I'm on my laptop with my old microphone, but we started off recording on some pretty, like, not the best software. And so far, we've, like, we've changed our entire software setup. We've also changed quite a lot of our hardware as well. Yeah, hardware change, location change. Mm -hmm. Like I started this in Georgia and then came Mm -hmm. back to Tennessee and have swapped to that. You started this, well, back where you are now, temporarily anyway, Yeah, back in Alberta and then having moved to Toronto. Mm -hmm. So much has changed and yet so much has also stayed the same because we are still two idiots that (laughs) have no more of an idea of what we were talking about whenever we started this thing until now. Yeah, we have zero, zero credentials, but I promise my audio will be back to normal next week. Um, Yeah, well, I I say I promise, but so far I have tried to get back into Toronto twice. This (laughs) This coming week will be the third time. COVID, weather, Canada, we'll see. Hopefully, I will be back in Toronto next week. Yeah, Canada is snow joke right now. It's snow joke. And funnily enough, normally it's Alberta that's the weather that messes me up. Internet cuts out, power cuts out. You can't leave the house because you'll get frostbite kind of weather happens in Alberta. Mm-hmm. But this time, it was Toronto that had me not being able to to get home it was who was toronto there was i don't know you i don't know if you heard about it but i i know that i got messages from international friends that were like what happened in toronto this is on the news there's like waist deep snow in areas and um yeah it would have been a complete mess um even if i had managed to to get the flight i would have been stranded at the airport because all the roads were blocked for like 18 hours bloody hell that's yeah, that's rough insane. Um, yeah, I didn't know how bad it actually got. I just know there's a ramen TikToker that I watch, and dude went out in his yard with a cup ramen and like pulled the noodles up with his chopsticks and propped the chopsticks up on a cup and left it for like an hour. Went back out and took the cup out from under the chopsticks, and the chopsticks are perfectly suspended <laughs> by the noodles in the frozen yeah. ramen. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, uh, the building manager of the the building that my apartment is in in Toronto, sent me a text that was like, I promise I'm going to get to the building soon to check on everything, but I have been stuck in my apartment for 18 hours. He said, he's like, I can't physically get out. Like, we cannot get out. The snow is has blocked all doors and we're just waiting for the snow clearing crew to come by. But of course, they always do the major roads first before they get to the residential areas. And then they go from high priority areas into more rural areas. So it depends on where you are, obviously, because they have priorities of where they need to go first. And so he was like, I promise I'll get to the building soon. I was like, luckily for you, in my case, I'm not going to give you a hard time about it because I'm not there. But all of the other people in my building, I'm sure were stressed. Um, But Kind of a blessing in disguise, I guess, with the the COVID situation is that most people nowadays have at least the ability to work somewhat from home, unless obviously you're in like a retail situation or I would have hate to have been nursing or hospital staff or anything. I, I can't imagine the stress that they went under during the snowstorm because people wouldn't have been able to have left their houses to do shift change, like can't get to the hospital, you know? 
Well, I'm not sure how it is there, but I know like with my girlfriend, with her being a respiratory therapist, Mm. if they know inclement weather is coming, they will put them up in a hotel room by the hospital. Mm. That makes sense. And so that way they'll be able to get to and from work because obviously healthcare workers, they don't, they don't necessarily have the option of being like, oh, hey, I can't come in because of weather. Mm -hmm. Like you're kind of needed, especially in the middle of a pandemic like this. Yeah. So I know it's not very uh, looked upon well if you, you know, say you can't make it to work after they offered to put you up in a hotel and take you to and from the hotel. Yeah, well, I I, I mean, I don't know much about it, but like I know that downtown Toronto, there is a pretty big hospital and I don't know if like if there's a hotel nearby. Like I still, I'm not super familiar with Toronto, but like even if the hotel was a few blocks away, from the hospital in a lot of areas there was like knee deep waist deep snow people couldn't open the door like I'm not sure even if they could have opened the door to get out of the hotel you know what I mean or at least it would have there would have Mm -hmm. still been time there it would have been much quicker I assume than in residential areas but still like either way scary situation lots of snow my plane it was cancelled my flight was cancelled and they tried to give me a new flight because originally the flight was from Edmonton to Toronto and it's like a four hour flight. Like it's not too bad, but then they canceled that flight and then they sent me a new flight that I could take. That flight would have been from Edmonton to Vancouver to Toronto. So that's, uh, I, I don't know if you know Canadian geography, but yeah, so it's BC, Alberta, then a couple of other provinces and then Ontario. Sorry to the provinces I skipped over. Um, uh, so I'm in Alberta, so I'm one in. So I'm above Montana, which is diagonally upwards and right from Washington, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And BC is right above Washington. Yep. And um, and so they were going to send me from Alberta over the mountains backwards, away from Toronto, away from Ontario, to Vancouver, wait there for a few hours, then get on a new flight and go from Vancouver to Toronto. By that point, it would have been pretty late in the day for me to have landed in Toronto. I didn't take that flight, obviously. And um, I was getting messages from from my friends in Toronto that were like, hey, good thing you didn't take that flight because you would have been stuck in the airport. You wouldn't have been able to leave because nobody can get out of, (laughs) nobody could drive. Like, I would have probably been able to have left the airport, if you know what I mean. But, like, I wouldn't have been able to get anywhere. Because mm. although I could leave the airport because of their main roads and stuff, I, I wouldn't be able to get into any residential areas or anywhere that I need to go to get home. Mm-hmm. So I would have been either stuck at Pearson Airport until the next day, just hanging around waiting for for somebody to be able to to get me home. Or I would have left the airport and, like, wandered around with you know suitcases and bags and stuff trying to find like a place to stay for the night like a hotel or whatever you know what I mean Mm. it would have just been a really awful situation so I'm glad I didn't go yeah yeah I'm glad you're home safe get to spend more time with the bean because as we all know bean is best yes best part and I'm sure bean's happy about that yeah yeah she's developed a new quirk shall we say Oh, yeah. All right. So I, I don't actually, it was during this podcast, we used to have carpeted floors in this house. And then at some point within the past couple of years, we got hardwood floors put in. And I think we were recording the podcast at the time. Mm-hmm. So 
you may be able to find us talking about that on one older episode. But obviously dogs have a harder time walking on hardwood floor. It's not actually hardwood. It's like a vinyl that looks like hardwood. So it's better for like scratches and stuff. Mm-hmm. So upstairs we have a bunch of rugs laid out so that they can hop from rug to rug. Tilly doesn't normally have a hard time with it, but Cedo, she's a very old golden. She has a much more difficult time with it. So we put out all of these rugs so she can just move from rug to rug. That's been working for us. Tilly likes to go to find me, though, in the basement. My room's in the basement. She likes to come down the stairs and find me in the basement. She has this habit, though, of when she goes back up the stairs of walking really slowly and cautiously up like three quarters of the stairs. And then when she can see the top, she books it and scrabbles and then her feet slip out from under her and she nearly falls down the stairs. And so normally I would just walk beside her, make sure that she was going cautiously all the way up the stairs. But one time a couple of weeks ago at night when I was sleeping, she went up the stairs by herself because she had fallen asleep on my bed downstairs. And then she wanted to go upstairs to go out so she could go to the bathroom. And she goes up the stairs and she scrabbles at the top. And I guess she scared herself. She didn't fall or anything, but I guess she just scared herself enough because now she won't go downstairs. She won't go back. She'll go downstairs on her own, but she won't go back up the stairs on her own. And so for a couple of times these past few weeks, I've had to pick her up and carry her up the stairs because she won't go by herself. And so we've been trying to like encourage her to go up the stairs again and train her to go slowly so that she's safe because she can go up the stairs she's perfectly capable and the stairs have those ledges on the end of them so she won't slip if she doesn't run but she gets to the top and she runs every time Um, and so we've been trying to train her to go up but uh, it's just not been working so we've had to barricade the top of the stairs so she can't come downstairs anymore so we won't have any more bean interruptions during the podcast unfortunately because otherwise I would have to leave recording and go pick her up and carry her back up the stairs when she wants to go back upstairs because yeah she's spooked herself and now won't go back upstairs by herself but that's so sad because you know how many people got super excited about a surprise bean cameo on that one episode i know i know i i i don't know it's one of those things where like i'm gonna keep while i'm here i'm gonna keep working with her on on going up the stairs slowly but like when i'm not here she doesn't go downstairs she only goes downstairs because she sleeps on my bed while i'm here Mm -hmm. but like all of her comfort items, all of her beds, her toys, everything like that are upstairs. She doesn't need to come down. She only ever comes down because I have food downstairs in the basement or she wants to bug me. Mm-hmm. Because my brother's also down here in the basement, but Tilly is very much my dog. So yeah, she comes down and bugs me. <laughs> so when I'm not here, it's like there's no point to doing anything like that. But yeah, while I'm here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and train her to go up the stairs on her own. Well, hopefully she's able to get past that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it was like 5 a.m. the other day when I had to carry her up the stairs. And I get weaker at night. Like, I can do things during the day. But when I have to wake up in the middle of the night to carry a dog upstairs, somehow, like, I can't lift anything more than the weight of a blanket. You know what I mean? I mean, it takes a while to get up and going. Because, I mean, regardless of how strong I am, Mm -hmm. like, whenever I go to work in the morning, like it takes me a while to get worked up to be able to pick up the heavy weight that I got to do carrying five gallon buckets of paint. Mm -hmm. I mean, it takes a minute to get worked up to that. Yeah. So I get it. When do you feel the strongest during your day? When are you like, Oh yeah, I'm good. I think it just depends on whenever I get myself like psyched up to do it Mm -hmm. because I can work myself up to doing anything Really. And if I get myself into the right mindset or like, quote unquote, piss myself off, mm-hmm. like I can lift or do anything like it's just kind of eh. so I think it's just kind of 
depends really just and also how much caffeine i've had because caffeine is a big proprietor in like my body being like ooh, energy let's lift <laughs> yeah true what about yeah. you when do you feel you're at peak physical fitness i know i'm at peak mental fitness when i it's like nine o'clock at night i feel like between that time and like 3 a.m is when my brain is the most creative mm-hmm. physically probably like 4 p.m <laughs> oh okay yeah i feel like interesting yeah i feel like my body is trained that's when i used to walk home from school or i used to have club activities after school mm-hmm. so i feel like my body is trained to be like this is where you get hyper this is where you do physical exercise because in the morning quite often my dad would drop us off at school because he worked retail so he quite often worked later in the day did evening shifts so if he was working an evening shift he would drop my brother and i off at school before he left so we would always have to walk home all right Mm-hmm. And I feel like wading through snow <laughs> in the winter months at like 3 30, 4 p.m. has trained my body to be like, this is when you need to be physically uh, like uh, ready. You know, you can go to school all day, sit at a desk, but now we're going to put heavy textbooks in a backpack and you're going to trudge your way home through a foot of snow. Mm-hmm. Because we used to take what we used to call the deer paths, um, because there's a couple of deer paths that cut right through town. They're just like grass pathways. Um, that I guess they left open, we always assumed, for the deer to walk through town or moose or whatever. And so they didn't have to worry about going through roads. Mm-hmm. And so we used to walk down the deer path, but obviously the deer path isn't cleared. It's just left grass, snow, whatever. Um, and so that's what my brother and I used to walk because it was a really good shortcut to get home. And so we used to be the first ones to kind of tread through it because I feel like we were the only people that ever walked on that deer path. We never saw other footprints. And so we were walking through pure snow. So I feel like my body is kind of trained from however many years of Canadian school to get active during that time period. And I've just maintained that through the years after because I'm like, oh, that's when I'm physically active. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like habits like that, especially like, bodily clock habits yeah are extremely hard for the body to break like you never truly get over it mm-hmm. unless you just rewire yourself to something else yeah but i don't know maybe that's just me i feel like that's just how my brain perceives it no i agree i feel i feel like it's very similar to that when is uh, uh your guys is at home's most productive time of the day be it physically or mentally when do you get shit done are you morning people or evening people because i'm definitely an evening person I'm definitely a whatever time schedule I'm on kind of person. <laughs> yeah. Like I can wake up and be ready to go, but also I can stay up really fucking late because as we all know, I never sleep. Sleep is for the week. No. And I tell you off about that because I constantly sleep. <laughs> I sleep for the both of us. I mean, girlfriend's the same way. Like she's just like, I need like X amount of sleep. And I'm like, well, sucks to suck because if i if there was a way to just make sure that i'd never had to sleep like if my body could repair itself and like get everything done and i had that option i would never sleep yeah because think about how much more productive you could be how much more anime you could watch how much you could game <laughs> i enjoy like, there's sleep, so though. many different options of what i could do with that time i enjoy it though i don't my brother's the same way with food he's yeah, one of those I, people I that would rather just like eat a pill and then be done Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I really enjoy food. I really enjoy cooking. I hate dishes. Dishes is bullshit. Dishes the worst. But I love cooking. What's your least favorite chore? Dishes. Dishes. I hate dishes. Also, folding laundry. I don't mind washing laundry. Mm. 
and all of that. I just hate folding laundry. Like, it's so monotonous. I hate vacuuming. Also, I'm shit at folding. Yeah. I worked in a clothing store, so I'm really good at folding. Yeah. Like, see, I love vacuuming because you can tell how much you've done. Especially considering my office that I record in, I have, like, bright burgundy carpet. Mm. I can see where I vacuum and nothing is more satisfying than like seeing the lines where I vacuum across and can like see how much I've gotten done. I love mm. it. I love it so much. Yeah. One thing that's made my life so much easier is I have a, a handy dandy hand vac um, in my apartment in Toronto because my apartment's really mm-hmm. small, right? It's just a studio. I don't need anything bigger than that for just myself. So I don't need a full size vacuum. Like that's ridiculous to have a full-size vacuum in that kind of space um so i just have a small hand vac but it is the most useful thing because i spill like i don't know rice or coffee grounds or whatever something like that you just whip out your hand vac and just go and it's all gone it's great or i'll do you one better what you remember how we talked about in the anime news a while back about the levi roomba i know what you're gonna say yeah 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 yeah. you should get yourself a levi roomba Mm. Because then it can yell at you about how dirty your apartment is, but also yeah. it will actually be clean because Levi's a clean freak. Yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> Speaking of news, we've got a shit ton of news this week. Do we? Like we we have B and B specific news. We have actual anime news. Yeah. Like we have a lot of shit to talk about at outside of the normal bullshit that we were you know going to talk about. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, we were supposed to be introducing ourselves and somehow we got onto a tangent about cleaning and workouts. So, I mean, welcome to BNB anime. Honestly. It's nothing but tangents. Uh, so quickly, before we get into the news, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about myself and then Brad's going to tell you a little bit about himself and then we'll get into the news. But yes, I am blue and I got into anime because of the twins. You will often hear me refer to them. They're my best friends. I've known them since high school. And it's their fault that I like anime. They got me to watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Sat me down, made me watch it. And that was the first, like, I would say legitimate anime I watched. Obviously, I watched, like, Pokemon and uh, Digimon and, you know, that kind of stuff growing up. But that was the first time I watched anime. And since then, I've been obsessed. So it's their fault. I, in return, in revenge, got them into cosplaying. So I feel like that's a fair swap. Um, the reason why I have a weird accent sometimes I was born in England I moved to Canada when I was 10 so uh, half of the language that I have learned throughout my life is was learned in England and then big words and shit that I learned as a you know developing child and adult I learned in a Canadian accent so I have a weird blend sometimes accent like it's not I don't know where I'm from basically (laughs) That's why I sound the way I do. Um, and I used to stream. I don't stream anymore, but I am a voice actor. I am an art student and I do other shit as well sometimes for fun. I like to snowboard. That's kind of me. Brad, take it away. Uh, so I'm Brad. That is yeah. me. Um, you can, uh, uh, it's Brad Carter Gaming or Brad Garen, what, whatever you want to go for. To shout something, I can assure you. <laughs> I will answer. A lot of my friends call me Bradford, which is not my legal government name, but you know what? It's okay. Yeah, I call him <laughs> Braddle Doodle Dandy sometimes. That or Bard. Um, Bread oh, is another that. nickname. Yeah. Thanks to the new recording software that we use, we can just set our names to everything. So I've went by Bard, Bread. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, it's episode 100, bitches. Yeah. There's, I don't know. There's a lot. Like I said, shout something. I can assure you, I will answer. Yeah. 
Um, I am a voice actor. I've been streaming on Twitch for almost eight years. Mm-hmm. I've been affiliated for almost four. Like, shit's wild. I can't believe I've been making quote unquote content for that long. Yeah. I'm a huge, huge anime nerd. I grew up watching Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, Yu Gi Oh! Pokemon, Yu Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha. I got a mission inuyasha because there's a certain friend of ours that will kill us if i don't mention inuyasha yeah and then i fell off the rungs but got back into it back in 2016 thanks to a lovely little music anime called your lion april one of my best friends was like hey watch this and i'm like uh i don't know like anime that's that's kind of not my thing he's like no no trust me watch this so I sat down, I watched it, and I have not looked back ever since. I have gone full-blown weeb. I have manga sitting literally right here in front of me, along with statues. It's it's bad. It's real bad. It's not bad. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love anime so much. Obviously, that's why we're here, and we do an anime podcast. So that's that's kind of it. That's me. I am the idiot of the group. Hi. You are also a gentle giant. I feel like this is something that we we joke about, but um, it's kind of an impressive fact about you. You have a very tall stature. I do. I am 6'4". I am currently over 300 pounds. I am a giant. Yeah. But also, yeah. I'm a teddy bear. That's that's literally it. Yeah, it's funny. The The guys that are generally the biggest tend to be the squishiest. And also, we're afraid of heights. <laughs> Like, I hate heights with a passion. It's a natural thing. I don't know what it is about tall people, but for some reason, tall people are afraid of heights. I'll have to text my cousin Pete and see if he's scared of heights, because he is about 6'4 as well, I think. 6'4, 6'5. I'm not sure. I'll have to see if he's scared of heights, too. I mean, like, I'm a former pro wrestler. I've jumped off a ladder for money. (laughs) I wouldn't do that anymore. Like, that shit scares me. Well, I say I wouldn't do that anymore. Pay me money. I'd do it in a heartbeat. But no. (laughs) Oh. Anyway. Now that you know a little bit about us, if you didn't already know us, news. <laughs> news. So do we do we want to talk anime news first or do we want to talk about like big episode 100 news first? Ooh, let's do episode 100 news first. All right. Episode 100 news. This episode is sponsored by the Odd Pod movie. It's not sponsored by the Odd Pod movie, but hey, remember that that we talked about a while back? That's out yeah. now. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So both brand. It is. Oh, a f- sorry, go ahead. No, nah, you take it away. You're better at explaining shit than I am. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say both Brad and I featured in this film. It is a kind of retro 90s throwback style film. Um, created by a YouTube content creator and his friends, kind of like Muppet style puppeteering um, with a load of references to retro stuff that if you grew up uh, throughout the 80s, 90s, early 2000s and stuff, you will get a huge kick out of. Uh, It features a whole load of different YouTubers and content creators across the internet. So go check it out, watch it, see if you can spot your favorite creators. And if you do... Like, let us know who was in it and who you who you recognized. Uh, yeah, see if you can spot me as well, because um, Brad's in it in a visual shot, but I'm not in it visually. So see if you can find me where I am in the film and uh, and and let me know. Don't 
do not let Blue downplay her role in this film by any means. She is a woman of many hats. She <laughs> associate produced it. She was an art advisor. She's She has quite a few parts in it herself. The film was executively produced by a friend of ours and is actually the secret behind the scenes producer on our podcast, Samuel Victor. He cool guy. He do fancy stuff. He make our videos for the YouTube channel. He make all of our thumbnails. He made the website. He he cool fancy guy. Yeah. So yeah, he he do it. Um, a few of the creators that are actually in it, they had a shit ton. So many of cameos in this, like over thirty five different creators, mm-hmm. like Ashens, Guru Larry, Slopes Game Room, the Retro Future, um, like gaming industry legends like Violet Berlin, Mister Biffo. And uh, some some jackass named Brad Garen. I don't know who that is, but he, he's in it. That's <laughs> But yeah, the film is out now at www.oddpodmovie.co.uk. You have the ability to get signed bundles for the Blu-ray, CD, 4K download, and poster. But those are only going to be available for 14 days after the launch of this episode. That's if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, you know, all of the regular listening platforms that isn't YouTube. If you're listening to this on YouTube, you actually have seven days because our YouTube videos go up a full week after our audio episodes go live. So, you know, you got you got to pick and choose your battles. If you want to hear them early, you got to follow us on the listening platforms. But if you actually want to watch cool, fancy videos, you're a week behind. Yeah. But I mean, hey, cool, fancy videos. Yeah. Yeah, the movie was super, super fun to work on, and I uh, got to know some really cool people uh, through other people and stuff. I don't know; it was a good time. It was a it was a really good time, and I recommend that you go check it out if it's something that has piqued your interest. We have a lot more other projects that both Brad and I are involved in coming up here on the podcast. So, if you are interested in that kind of stuff, you can always find out details on our website www.bnb.com. Uh, anything that you're curious about will be posted on there and um yeah that's probably probably the most likely place for you, you to find us like you you fucked up the website it's www.bnbanime.com did i just say bnb you just said bnb.com you did <laughs> i it felt wrong but i went with it because my brain was like yeah you know this but it's bnbanime.com um <laughs> You can find us on the website at BNB. I mean, we are quite literally BNB anime on everything. <laughs> I keep messing it up now. <laughs> you can find us on the website at www.bnbanime.com. There you go. Editor, you can slot that in however you need to. Make your book. Editor, leave it all in exactly how it is. It's a great It's going to confuse people. It. Use also, the right speaking URL. of the website, uh, I mean, use the right URL, but I mean, leave the whole bit in. It's great. <laughs> But speaking of the website, our website's getting a complete redesign whenever this episode goes out. Yes, yeah. So it's going to be super fancy. It's going to have a shit ton more artwork, a shit ton more links, uh, blues drop rates, and our ratings. Yes. Is actually going to be on there. We oh, It's going to have a nicer layout. I'm excited. We've got a lot of like new fancy shit going on yeah uh i think yeah i don't know we've we've got a lot of stuff that that's coming for the podcast we've got a lot of promotional stuff that's going to happen and a lot of behind the scenes projects that we've been working on for quite a while so many of the projects that we've been working on have unfortunately been postponed due to covid so things that we were teasing early this past year um are 
now kind of coming to fruition a year later, um, which is frustrating in some ways, but also I feel like it has given us the ability to really kind of solidify everything here on the podcast in the way that we just run things. So now hopefully you'll start to see more and more projects coming out from both Brad and I and um, fun stuff for you guys to interact with on the uh, YouTube channels and, and podcasts and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of the YouTube channel, one last thing I got to plug before we get into anime news. Mm. So for this episode, if you are listening to this on YouTube or not on YouTube, but Spotify, Apple, all that fun stuff, the YouTube video will be going live on January 30th at 9 p.m. EST. Be sure to check that out because we are going to be doing like a live premiere for it. We're going to be live chatting in the thing. Like I'm inviting a lot of my streamer friends to come hang out and chat. Like it's going to be a huge party. We've got a brand new intro that's being made for the YouTube videos. That's going to be completely animated. We're going to be doing some giveaways. Also, I this is just a surprise, but we've got a special merch drop coming. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. So that that's super cool and fancy. I'm I'm excited. We've got so much cool shit going on. So happy episode 100. This is just as much for y'all as it is for us. It is a celebration for the whole BNB anime community because my God, I didn't think we'd ever make it to this point. Did you? I had no clue that we were going to make it this far. And I like... I don't really even know how to feel about it, if you know what I mean. Like, I feel like it's kind of one of those things that I'm not even, it's not even sunk in that we've done 100 episodes of this podcast, that we've been working on this for over two years. Like, this feels, it feels weird. It really does. Like, I feel like this has become such a huge deal whenever this was just something for you and me to sit down and talk anime with. Went from something, like, we just started and did for fun and like maybe a couple people listen to it yeah to where now we we've got fucking merch like what the hell <laughs> yeah yeah nuts anyways anime news uh, yeah anime news that's a thing uh i'm not <laughs> prepared for this oh god oh god you you throwing me off oh, i am th- i'm throwing th- you into it throwing you into the deep end all right so i'm prepared for this um so amc fucked up oh and the reason I say they fucked up, they leaked whenever Jujutsu Kaisen Zero was coming to theaters. What happened? What, I mean, obviously they leaked, but like... <laughs> so the leaked release date for Jujutsu Kaisen Zero in the States is March 18th of 2022. And even though this leak has occurred and a lot of people spotted it, it has officially been taken down. So they've they've tried to cover up their fuck up just just a little bit. <laughs> mm. But that's exciting. I'm I'm so excited. Jujutsu Kaisen was great. Like I really enjoyed it and getting to see the prequel story on a lot of the stuff going into it and seeing how well the film is done in Japan. I'm super excited. Although one thing that does make me sad is we don't have the giant merch booths set up at anime premieres like they do in japan and it just makes me sad i want merch yeah yeah i mean it's anime is becoming so 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 much more of an international mainstream like thing to do like obviously only 10 years ago even only five years ago anime was kind of um associated with very socially awkward 
not cool people, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it had a real like negative feel to it, at least over here in, in North America and in Europe and stuff. Um, like you couldn't watch it and be cool, you know? Mm-hmm. If you did watch it, you kept it under wraps. And the past few years, especially with like TikTok and YouTube and like anime creators and anime YouTubers and stuff that have become really popular and made it more and more popular. And like big creators like KSI getting a what who's the the purple dude in um Dragon Ball? Uh, the one with the big ears looks like a cat. Oh, Beerus? Beerus, that's the guy. Um, he got a Beerus chain, like custom Beerus chain made out of like diamonds or something. It's worth like, I don't know, ridiculously millions of cost, you know? <laughs> that's a price. Ridiculously millions of what, cost. What the hell? I didn't know this was you a thing. You didn't know this? Yeah, KSI had a custom chain made. No. And he can't wear it. He can't wear it out because it's worth so much money. Uh, I will send you, I'll see if I can find a picture of it. Uh, KSI. I'm Googling it right now. Chain. There it is. Yeah. Um, he got this custom Holy, oh, that's he found badass. it. Yeah. Um, but oh, it's people like him who sick. are like mainstream cool content creators that are like so obsessed with anime are the reason why it's become so much more cool and more popular and stuff to do. I had a point with this. I don't really remember what it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so the more cool and the more content that comes out from big creators that are like, yeah, this is cool shit. And more people get involved in anime, the more likely we are to start getting proper premieres and it's kind of a blessing and a curse in my opinion because obviously I love the fact that more and more people are getting involved in in the anime community and I love the fact that people are enjoying anime but it does kind of feel like one of my secret hobbies is being exposed you know what I mean it feels like this is my precious little thing that I enjoy that's my secret and now other people are enjoying it they're taking it away from you know what I mean yeah but on the flip side of that though we no longer have to keep it a secret no, true. Like my girlfriend that had a bad taste for anime in her mouth because of the people that kind of ruin it for people in middle school and high school, she's gotten into it. And a lot of that is from me being like, hey, you should watch this. And then me taking her to watch SAO Progressive whenever it came in theaters. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's becoming so much more readily available, like Netflix picking it up and HBO Max and Peacock and all those other streaming services that are making it more mainstream, it just we're living in a fantastic time of where we no longer have to hide the fact that we're weebs. We can be giant weebs and it's okay. Yeah. If anybody makes fun of you for it, leave them alone. Like it's, it's cool. Now we, the cool kids, we are the cool kids. I wouldn't necessarily go so far as to say we're cool, but you know, Hey, look, okay. You and I are cool. We're super fancy. All right. We, we talk about shit and, People listen, so we we got this. We the cool kids. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, we're definitely uh, though, but you know, um, uh, it's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, well, do we have any other news? Yeah. So, Demo, which is one of my favorite mobile and Switch games, and it's actually being turned into an anime film. They have officially unveiled a new trailer and key visual Mm -hmm. which you can check out on the youtubes but also it officially has a release date for japan of february 25th Mm. so therefore by process of elimination we can probably expect that here in the states probably kind of quarter three like late summerish 
which is exciting. I'm going to go just watch and cry and just have a great time because DMO is beautiful. The soundtracks are amazing, and I absolutely cannot wait to see how they take a game that with absolutely zero words spoken from the time I started a game to the time I finished, just all of the individually hand-drawn frames and story bits leading up through that with no words had me just bawling my eyes out. And I mm-hmm. cannot wait to see what they do with the film. It's I'm so excited. Yeah. And then last piece of news to your eternity season two has officially unveiled its teaser visual and has also stated that they will be releasing in fall of 2022 so we can expect that in october Hmm. i'm excited to see more best boy yes yeah or best alien thing whatever the (laughs) hell it is i don't know what it is but it was great it's such a fantastic show that had me crying from episode one (laughs) yeah he watched so much stuff that just makes you cry I love it. Regardless of how much it just makes me sad. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) This podcast has made me soft. You were soft before. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. Your favorite anime, even before we started this podcast, was your late April. Like, you were always a squish. I mean, again, you're not wrong. Nope. Fucking love your line, April. I can't wait to make the girlfriend watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Prepare her beforehand. She already knows. She knows what she's getting into, but sucks to suck. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, she can deal with it. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So is that, (laughs) is that all the news? That's it. That's all the news. Okay. So I was thinking that we should go through just some of our favorite and least favorite animes, not just ones that we've covered on the podcast, but also ones that we've watched on our own time, um, just to kind of catch you guys up. Maybe you've listened to a few episodes. Maybe this is your first episode. Maybe you've listened from the beginning. But we've watched a lot of anime, not just ones that we've covered on the podcast. So this is a good time, I feel like, for us to bring up some of the ones that we think deserve a shout out of ones that we haven't covered here. Yeah. Unless we have covered, but we loved anyway. Because. And deserve another shout out. Yeah, because between the two of us, not even remotely joking, our combined watch time is well over six months worth of combined <laughs> anime watched. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not healthy, nor is it good, but we're proud of it. Hey, it, somewhere, somehow, it's healthy and good, or it's at least good for us. Yeah. So we'll ding. <laughs> so I'm going to kick us off with one that I'm surprised that we haven't covered on the podcast because it's kind of a legendary anime, mm-hmm. and that's Angel Beats. I love Angel Beats. Have you yeah. seen Angel Beats? I have, yeah. How the how the fuck have we not covered that? We did music month. Technically that qualifies. Yeah, I actually don't know how how that one has missed us here on the podcast, but it's one that we've uh, yeah, both enjoy. God, I love Angel Beats. The soundtrack to it is beautiful, the OPs and EDs are great, the visuals are wonderful. Uh, we've got to cover that. Yeah. yeah, so if you guys haven't checked out Angel Beats, check it out. It is a 2010 uh, PA Works anime. It is both, it's like sad, it's kind of cool because there are fight scenes and shit, but it's also like, it, it gives you existential crises throughout watching it, like crises, crisis, crises, existential crises. Crises. That's plural of crisis, right? Crisis, crises, that's plural. I don't know. It makes you think about shit. It really does. <laughs> it's depressing but kind of in the best way i don't know it's only 13 episodes yeah i cried 
but it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Like it's a really good show. Highly recommend checking it out. Yeah. Speaking of something that also gets you thinking, it is something we have covered, but it's something we covered way back in the very beginning of April of 2020. Mm. Bunny Girl Senpai. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, feel like Bunny Girl Senpai is one of those ones that is really stuck in my brain. It's very present in my anime mind, and I always feel like we covered it closer to when we actually did. Like We covered it quite a while ago, but it feels like we covered it very recently. It's one of the ones that I would love to revisit as like a special like two year anniversary type re-review mm-hmm. because I kind I'm curious if our thoughts on it will have changed because now obviously we are a lot more critical regardless of how much shit you give me of being softer on anime now than when we started. Mm-hmm. We're just a lot more critical. So I'm curious if we would have our thoughts changed on it, like how our thoughts on things will be after having seen the film and knowing how the film kind of turned things around. Yeah. I'm genuinely curious kind of what that would lead to, but just the psychological elements to it and how genuinely smart that show is. Like it was a brilliant thing to have covered and have covered when we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's another one that I've got here. I mean, there's lots that I've watched, but I'm just kind of like skipping over them. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, not good enough to talk about. Um, I mean, obviously, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, something that we haven't covered, but have talked about covering. That's also something that you and I both love and is brilliant storytelling from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Also, the OPs and EDs are timeless. Yeah. There's a couple long-running animes that both you and I have watched that are obviously way too difficult for us to really dive into here on the podcast because we watch a new anime every week. And so watching something like Fairy Tale that has 175 episodes will be really, really difficult for us to cover. So yeah, Fairy Tale, Ice Shield mm-hmm. 21, um, Prince of Tennis, Naruto, other long ones. Brad, you've watched um, quite a few long runs as well. I've watched the entirety of Dragon Ball franchise from start to finish. I've seen all the films. I've seen all the episodes of Abridged. Sword Art Online is another one that has almost a combined 100 episodes at this point. My Hero Academia, which we have covered Mm -hmm. up to, I think what? I think we've got season three scheduled right now to cover. Yeah. Yeah. But still, it's 116 episodes now. Mm -hmm. So that, Attack on Titan, Q, we've done that are longer things. And again, they are seasonal, so they make it easier to cover. But still, we've done some longer running shit. Yeah. I would like to see if we can somehow cover Hunter x Hunter in one form or another as we go by. I feel by. like a shonen like that, we could probably do arc by arc. Yeah, that makes sense. Similar to like Naruto or Dragon Ball. Like Dragon Ball, I can distinctly tell you every arc from start to finish. Yeah. And arcs are like 15 to 20-ish episodes apiece. So there's options to do stuff like that. Yeah, because I've watched... Ooh, um, we should do Bleach. I have not watched Bleach. I would be interested in watching Bleach. And I've also not watched One Piece. And I feel like those are two that you kind of should have watched in the entryway into your anime world that somehow I missed. Um, But I've watched Hunter x Hunter all the way up to the like giant ant arc and I dropped it somewhere among there and I need to pick it back up again because it wasn't like I didn't drop it intentionally I dropped it because I was like I'm Mm -hmm. gonna get back to this I have another thing to watch and then never got back to it because ADHD so I would be interested in in going back and watching finding out where I, I left off and and diving back into that 
Mm -hmm. Well, it's one of those things with Bleach because you've got the thousand year Blood War arc coming up. Mm-hmm. That's getting animated and looks absolutely sick. But in a similar vein, you've got Attack on Titan that's getting ready to wrap up with its last bit and its banger of an OP. But that's neither here nor there. So I do think there are things like that that we should go back and cover and kind of see how those late 90s to early 2000s shonen still hold up to this day. Yeah, I would be very interested to see that. Another thing that we tend to love here on the podcast is food-related animes, and this is one that I've watched on my own time, and it's one that we've spoken about here on the podcast, but we've never actually coved, and that's Kakuroyo Ryo, uh, Bed and Breakfast for Spirits. I have, I think I got you to watch it, didn't I, Brad, or did I did you watch it? Yeah, you got me to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was something we talked about covering for the podcast, and then we just never got around to it. Yeah, but it's really cute. But it was really good. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a romance element to it. It's got a lot of Japanese folklore, which if you're interested in that, I, I think that it, that's a very interesting anime to watch about it. It's kind of Ghibli-esque in that way, that it, it has a lot of those folk tales throughout it. Um, and then it's just mm-hmm. about food, and and it it really does remind me of what's that film, that Ghibli film, uh, the one with no face. Oh, Spirited Away. That's the one. It reminds me of Spirited Away now that I've seen Spirited Away because I actually watched that first before I watched Spirited Away. Um, but I could see a lot of correlation between them, and I feel like they could coexist in the same realm. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of food anime, how can we sit here and talk about food anime and not talk about Food Wars? Food Wars was one of the most ridiculous anime that both Brad and I watched kind of around the same time. And we fell in love with it right off the bat, even though it was horrendously sexual, but we were just loving it. We thought it was hilarious. God, the show is brilliant. The food looks amazing. Yeah. And it pretty much gives you recipes from start to finish. And the manga itself in the volumes have legitimate step-by-step recipes. The animation is brilliant. The show itself is brilliant. Regardless of how horny the show can be, (laughs) it's a great time. Yeah, yeah. It's actually... I feel like it was kind of one of our bonding animes. We always talk about Chihayafuru as being our like bonding anime. It's the anime that we both like obsessed over when we first, I want to say when we were first friends, but it kind of really solidified our friendship. And because mm-hmm. uh, we're just like, oh, like here's these animes that we need to try. And I think you started it. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I'm starting this. You want to watch it too? And then yeah. I started watching it. I'm like, fuck, this is so good. Yeah. And then, uh, and Food Wars kind of solidified that more. And it's been very, very amusing. I feel like being someone who started watching Food Wars from season one um, and following the series through because it was not well received when it first came out. People thought it was way too sexual. They were like, why is food and sex? being paired together like what is all of this that like it it had a core group of fans that thought it was hilarious but it was only until like the third season really i'd say when it kind of became super popular so have i told you about anime nights that we do on sunday myself Mm -hmm. tree and our friend ash Mm -hmm. so on anime nights we've started making tree watch food wars for the first time yeah and we all have face cams turned on so we can like see how we all react to Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan. But watching Tree's reactions to Food Wars and how like just the look of pure shock and horror, especially whenever his wife's around while he's watching it, is some of the most brilliant things I have ever seen. I love it so much. Yeah. 
God, it's such a great time. <laughs> Speaking of great times, something we never would have watched if it hadn't been for this podcast and screw-ups as far as scheduling goes, Tonic-a-Coon. Honestly, yeah. So I think we spoke about this on the day that we recorded the Tonic-a-Coon episode, but I don't think we've actually mentioned it after the fact. Something went wrong in our schedule and we were just trying to figure out something that we could watch pretty quick and we didn't really have anything present in our mind as to what we wanted to watch. So I literally just went on Crunchyroll and just started scrolling and found Tanaka Kun on there being advertised and read the description and I literally just read the description of it and then sent it to Brad and I was like, what do you think about this? And he was like, yeah, okay, sure, just give it a shot. We both started watching it. We got one episode in and we were obsessed right off the bat. First episode, we were messing each other like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And since then, it has become our top comedy anime across the board. It is a favorite. Both of us are obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with the OP. I actually like listen to the OP for funsies. Both of us reference it all the time. We constantly joke about it. It's our like top tier comedy anime. If you haven't seen Tanaka-kun, I highly recommend it. It's dumb. It's not serious humor. It tickles me pink. Makes us both belly laugh. We very much enjoy it. Oh, 100%. And it's amazing how something that we just stumbled across by happenstance turned into quite literally our measuring stick whenever it comes to just comedy anime or comedy in general. Yeah. So mad mad props to that but on the opposite end of the spectrum what is some shit that we have watched i mean like literal garbage because i have one that comes to mind that we've covered on the podcast but i'm I'm sure we've watched some other stuff in our own time that's hot garbage yeah uh, let me go into my dropped and see what i've dropped all right so in the meantime while she's pulling that up let's talk about dive Uh, okay, so Dive is one that we fight over because I enjoy it in its... Like, I know it's not good. I still enjoy watching it. It's still a negative two for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Oh, it's so bad. I hate it with a passion. It is not good at all. Nothing about it was consistent. I don't even remember the OP or ED. It was it's just... Oh, uh, it's not good. Not good. Yeah, I have here on my dropped, I have The Irregular at Magic High School. This is one that I have spoken about here on the podcast before, even though we've never covered it. Um, it freaks me out. It's uh, like a it, boy and girl go to a regular Magic High School. She's really powerful. He's not powerful, but is in his own special way. Um, they are brother and sister. He has had all of his emotions turned off, except for his love of his sister. And it's very... Um, incesty shall i say mm-hmm. uh and and not something that i really got a kick out of so yeah that's one that's here on my dropped list <laughs> didn't enjoy that what about you do you have any any ones that you've watched in your own life that you're just like mm, no um prison school yeah yep that one that one didn't do it for me that was not good at all um none of the jokes really landed for me it's it's very horny, but in a bad way for me. I just, it's not good at all. So um, not, not a fan of that. What the fuck was that Western one that we tried to watch that was hot garbage? Oh, um, I don't remember, but it was racist as hell. Um, it was racist, sexist. It was hot garbage. Not a big fan at all. And apparently the director of that show, I realize this is probably the upteenth time that we've said this at this point. 
But that director is like renowned for doing really good shit. But yeah, this one was... show, which is the one that we've watched, is garbage. <laughs> Just really bad, yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I have here in my drop list are are just dropped because like there are a lot of episodes and I I never like got through it rather than dropped because they're necessarily bad. But then I guess you could say it's bad because it didn't hook me enough. Let me look at my Crunchyroll queue really quick and see if yeah. I can find anything in it that I've just dropped. There's a lot of stuff that I have here on my want to watch that I'm I'm like curious about. I've got so much stuff on my want to watch list though; it's insane. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, second seasons that I haven't picked up, you know? Like, you watch the first season, and then you go, oh, second season's releasing, I really want to watch it, and then you haven't. Like, um, I have Forest of Piano second season that I haven't watched, even though I really enjoyed the first season, and it's always in my mind to get back to it, but I never have prioritized it. See, I started that one, but it just felt like off-brand Your Lie in April to me. I think I watched it so right after the Lion April, it. so I was feeling the emotions through, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, Domestic Girlfriend. That's hot garbage, but it has an OP for days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that OP is such a fucking banger for a dumpster fire of an anime. Oh, it's so good. I've got uh, Isakai Isakaya, Japanese food from another world here that is on my to watch list. And I have, it's been on my want to watch list for so long and I haven't yet watched it. I really want to, um, my brother says it's good. I think it was my brother who recommended that to me. I don't remember who it was. I think it was my brother. I don't know. It's another food anime. I feel like we watch a lot of food animes. If you've seen it, let me know if it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tell us about it, because we're curious, because I have not seen it. I know nothing about it. Uh, Kono Oto Tomare is one that I've watched the first season of and haven't seen the second season. It's the um, Koto Club, like the traditional Japanese instrument, like the big one that's like a kind of looks like a surfboard and it has all those strings and they pluck it like a banjo, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've watched the first season of that, haven't watched the second season. Mm-hmm. It's rated quite highly here. It's, it's a first season is a four point one out of five. Second season is a four point three out of five. So, yeah, I should I should probably check out the second season of that one. Yeah. Let us know if you hear us talking about anything that we haven't covered here on the podcast yet, um, and you're like, oh, you should you should absolutely cover that for an episode. I'd be interested in that because yeah. Oh, Library Wars is one that I dropped. I don't know anything about that one either. I thought it sounded really good, and I don't really remember what it was that I didn't like about it i think i just found it kind of not as good as i thought it was going to be because the concept is that the the military has banned libraries like they're they're trying to control media basically and and so they've banned libraries you can't go in Mm -hmm. and so they become like she main character decides to become a library defense force agent um, and like joins basically a military um, and there's like a war against from like one side and then the library defense side and, and they're having a war over books. So it sounds really promising, but I got three episodes in. It's only one core and I got three episodes in and I, I dropped it. I, I don't really remember why. I think it was just it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, there's a rom-com that I watched recently where I did that as well. Osamake, Rakam, where the childhood friend won't lose. Mm-hmm. I finished the second episode and I was like, fuck this shit. And I was reading an article on it after the core ended on Anime News Network, where I think it pretty much summed up the show perfectly in that 
the anime is pretty much an insult to all of us rom-com lovers. Like it's just an insult to our intelligence, the way they went about doing it. Mm -hmm. And I agree. Not a fun time at all. Yeah. All right. So I present a game. Okay. What do you think our top 10 most listened to episodes are? Oh no. I don't check these stats. So this is going to be. I do all of the analytics, hmm. so... He does, yeah, that's Brad's job. I, um, I tell you what, I will try to make it at least slightly easier. Okay. So, our five most listened to and then five most watched on YouTube. Okay, I'm going to say things that are very popular are probably going to be up there. So, like, Demon Slayer? Nope. At least not as far as I'm looking at the hmm. top five as far okay. as listen goes let me get youtube pulled up really quick uh, okay uh actually still no no okay what about my hero academia so on the youtube wise my hero academia two heroes is among our top five okay okay um bunny girl senpai so bunny girl senpai is our most like listen to and watch combined with well over a thousand combined. So that makes it our full stop. Number one. Okay. I'm glad I got that within three guesses. I feel like that's reasonable. <laughs> um, so you want to get one from out of left field? Zero. No, no one from out of left field. Uh, Re zero. Uh, so, What's an odd one? Tonic Cocoon. Tonic Cocoon, really? Yeah, Tonic Cocoon is number three I mean, as so far good. as listens, and number five as far as it's YouTube so goes. good though. Like I get it. It is so good. So that that makes sense. And bonus points if you can guess our most watched on YouTube. Oh shit! Uh... And I've talked to you about this one before because I'm I like, how the you... fuck is this one our most watched? I think you have. I mean, I get it because it was huge at the time whenever we covered it. Because I'll give you a hint. It's something we covered right as it it's finished. Like, uh, I know we did Food Wars right as it finished. Um, mm -hmm. But I feel like Food Wars is... It's not Demon Slayer. Yeah. Um... All right, it's Food Wars. Is it Food Wars? I was going to say, I feel like it's Food it Wars. It is Food Wars. Yeah. Yeah, it is Food Wars. Okay. Yeah, so Food Wars takes it. And surprisingly, something that pops up in both our top 10 overall is our first two episodes. Oh, no. Ew. Why would you listen to those? Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know, mate. I don't know. Maybe people just want to get to know us and get try to figure out who we are. Like you can so get to know us if you're one of those one, people, don't listen to that one anymore. Yeah, listen to this episode because no, oh god, the audio quality in those, oh, it's garbage. I mean, oh my no, audio quality is not that much better right now. But I promise it will be next week. No, no, your audio quality right now is fine. Do Do you want to go back and listen to no, the Bunny Girl not. Senpai episode? I absolutely not. <laughs> Not even a little God, bit. God, I listened to that as soon as, because for some reason, whenever this podcast got put on Pandora, that was the episode that got pushed. Mm -hmm. That's how it has well over a thousand combined listens. I don't know why it chose that episode, but for some reason, that episode, the audio quality on that, at least as far as my end goes, was hot garbage. So not a fun time. Yeah. 
And yet, great anime, 100%. Still, to this day, highly recommended. I'm trying to think of... I don't know. I don't. There's so much anime that we've watched that it's hard to, like, think of things to talk about, you know? So... As far as everything that we've covered from start to finish, what is your favorite and what is your least favorite? Tanaka Kun's probably my favorite, just in the sense that it was such a surprise, like, coverage, and it makes me so happy. Listening to OP makes me happy. Watching the show makes me happy. The memes, the the gifts, the jokes, the fact that we reference it all the time, it's just become, like, a small, like, a community thing for us. And I think that has kind of taken the cake for it. My least favorite I'm genuinely thing, surprised you didn't go with Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone is so entertaining to me and I feel like I learned so much, but we don't reference Dr. Stone as much as Tanaka Kun. Like, Tanaka Kun's kind of become quite personal for us, I feel like. Yeah, and I guess it's just because Tanaka Kun is such a meme, whereas Dr. Stone just stands alone on its own little pedestal of shonen nonsense of brilliance. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a brilliant show. So good. It's so good. Yeah, they're both amazing. But they're different. They're they're really good in, in their different ways. Dr. Stone is thoroughly entertaining in a, like, more of a, I wouldn't say intense. It's never really super intense, but it's more intense than Tanaka Kun. It's, like, it's proper shonen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Least favorite? I, I guess most disappointed by either Promised Loverland Season 2 or Tamayomi. Tamayomi is because, like, we don't often get female lead sports animes. They're not as common as male lead sports animes. And I love baseball animes. You know, it felt like it had such potential to be something that I would absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving them the leeway of COVID and that being why the CGI was just got awful. But I, I can't watch it. It's so bad that I can't watch it. And I feel like the crushing disappointment that I felt with that was on the same level as the crushing disappointment that I felt with Promised Neverland Season 2. But unfortunately for the Promised Neverland Season 2 is we'd already had Season 1 that was so good. Yeah, Season 2 is without a doubt the biggest disappointment as far as anime is concerned to me. Yeah. Because it's just so disappointing. 146 chapters of manga crammed into six episodes. I thought you were going to start. It breaks my heart. Uh, Phineas and Ferb then. 104 days of summer vacation. No, no, no. You you have the prettier <laughs> voice out of the two of us. You you can stick with the singing. <laughs> you were actually it's like. It's not for me. You did singing though. Like I just sing casually, but you did singing. Here's the thing. All right. I did a lot of singing before I got into voice acting because now I realize my voice is much better suited for that. Mm. And although I feel like my singing has quote unquote been elevated due to voice acting, I'm not as big of a fan of singing anymore. And it absolutely stresses my girlfriend out because she really wants me to sing for her. And I'm like, "Mm, no, (laughs) (laughs) that's really cute. that She wants you to sing for her. She is so opposite of me in so many ways. You talk about her and I'm like, yeah, um uh you you two are a really really good match because the imagining a partner <laughs> singing to me is the ultimate cringe for me same like yeah. absolute same yeah. like the thought of doing that for her just has my anxiety flip turned upside down yeah <laughs> she's very cute and very romantic and the complete opposite of me yeah yeah i i get that but you're a romantic so that works well sometimes 
You are though. I'm You're... also a giant and in... I'm a giant introvert. <laughs> yeah, but like you you would do private romantic stuff. Like you valid, very valid. Yeah. Like you're de- you're definitely a flowers and chocolates kind of guy. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. She had a really shit day at work the other day. So I like went and bought chocolates and shit and drove all the way to go see her after she got off. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm very much am that kind of person. Yeah. Whereas that gives me the All right, bonus points if you can Yeah. Yeah, I can. <laughs> All right. So, okay. bonus points if you can guess my favorite and least favorite. Oh, okay. Well, your favorite. We did cover your lane, April, but I feel like that's kind of cheating. So, um... I actually wasn't going to say your line, April, because although your line, April, is my favorite anime of all time, mm. it feels wrong to say it's my favorite thing that we've covered. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about... Um, oh, Kids on a Slope? Kids on a Slope. Thank you. My brain just decided not to work. It's kind of how I feel about Kids on a Slope. It's one of my favorite animes of all time, but like, I don't... It's mm. kind of an exception on the podcast. Yeah. I feel like Food Wars is a shout for you. Obviously, Demon Slayer is a huge shout for you. Um, you're obsessed with Nezuko. Nezuko-chan! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's brilliant. My God, season two, the Entertainment District arc. I cannot wait for us to cover that in a few weeks. It is fucking brilliant. Uh, yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm going to go with Demon Slayer for your favorite. Eh, wrong. Eh, okay, what is it? ReZero. Oh duh! I didn't. That didn't even slip into my brain. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, that's such a duh. God, I fucking love ReZero. It's yeah. so good. I mean, Demon Slayer is a really good shout as far as things that we've covered because mm-hmm. it's one of the things that we just can't shut up about. Yeah. on here, and a lot of that is just because of how massive the show has become. So it's kind of hard not to, you know, be able to shut up about it. Yeah, one of the things that is just constantly like kind of like exploded and has become a lot bigger than i thought it would be is re-zero because of its storytelling and world building and just ways that it has emotionally gripped me it's made me laugh it's made me cry it has made me question humanity not that i don't question humanity enough as it is yeah re-zero kind of came out at a time when like several isekais were all coming out of that time you had like um log horizon you had i'm trying to think i actually i've watched a bunch of them you had the first one what was our very first episode it was wise man's grandchild kind of came out around that time, I feel oh like. yeah we had it kind of came out right before season two kind of got cranked up yeah i feel like we covered it and then a few episodes later we did uh season one and two but uh, or like season one part one and two but that was yeah Grim i think Gar and came Fantasy. out like 17 18 2001 sorry i think it was like 2017 or 18 i think is whenever season one came out yeah and i mean like grimgar bash and fantasy came out in 2016 mm-hmm. which is a isekai that i have watched on my own time we also had uh, I feel like, is it wrong? Yeah, is it wrong to try to pick up Girls in a Dungeon came out in 2015, but season two came out in 2019, so it's kind of in between the two of those. There were so many isekai coming, like, one after another after another. Knights of Magic came out in 2017. Konosuba came out in 2016. Like, it was isekai after isekai after isekai, and I remember people saying that they were, like, done with isekai, so they'd watched so much that their brain was melted, and um, ReZero kind of came out in amongst all of that. Mm-hmm. And yet it broke the mold of what isekais are. It was, in my opinion, 
done right with its world building and character development and also putting an incredibly unique spin on the genre of instead of having an op main character this man has absolutely nothing but the ability to die and come back to a checkpoint Mm -hmm. like that's it and so just the storytelling that they've done with that and the way that we have seen our main character get psychologically broken like dude went clinically insane and then brought himself back mm-hmm. from that to the point to where season two ended. It is absolutely brilliant and it deserves all the praise in the world. Yeah. At least as far as, you know, my brain is concerned. Yeah. It did really kind of open the door. I would say for things like shield hero, because at that mm-hmm. point, Isakai's, I wouldn't say were lighthearted, but they weren't gruesome. You know, they weren't dealing with really, mm. really dark subject matters. I don't know when Goblin Slayer came out. I think Goblin Slayer was 19. I think it was around the same time as Shield, Hero, Shield Hero, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. So I feel like ReZero kind of allowed Goblin Slayer and Shield Hero to be as dark as they are. And for that to have, like, it, they weren't groundbreaking because ReZero had already done it. Mm. But, like, up until that point, most of the Isekai were the darkest thing about them was the character's initial death unless they were teleported and like maybe some like i don't know side character deaths you know but like they weren't like damaging to the viewer and and to the main character Hmm. whereas re-zero did that and then of course it allowed things like goblin slayer and shield hero to go that extra step and be almost like horror isekai or like at least thriller isekai yeah yeah. And then speaking of Isekai, do we want to give a preview for next week's? Yeah, let have you finished uh, I have not maxed finished. out my level? I have not finished. So what do you think up to this point? I'm Are you having a good enjoying. time? Enjoying, yeah. Just just the sound design. The sound design is great. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. A lot of the sound effects are done by the characters themselves. Mm-hmm. And it, it tickles me so much. It's definitely not the best thing I've ever watched. No. But on the other hand, it's oh, it's such a laugh. I'm just enjoying sitting down and watching it. It's fun. Yeah, and and I don't know. I'm, I I don't want to go too much into detail because obviously that's what's coming next week. So you have to hold on, hold on yep. and wait. But yeah, um, I'm excited to do our episode next week. I am. I am as well. However, Sam, you have my apologies for the thumbnail because um, that's a long title, mate. <laughs> <laughs> do we have anything else we want to? talk about i feel like we've covered a lot we've reminisced a lot i i want to know about more obscure anime like i just i've gone on my want to watch list and i have welcome to the ballroom which is a ballroom themed anime that i am curious about watching um i uh, like i want to know about more like i don't know not mainstream stuff so if there is strange anime that you've watched if you've pulled a, a tonic cocoon and just gone onto some site and clicked a random anime and started watching it send us those because sometimes i feel like those are the ones that get the best coverage here on the podcast and those are the most fun for us to cover and obviously when we're having fun the podcast turns out better so not that we like not that we don't have fun when we talk about mainstream anime but sometimes the weird ones are always great and i want to know about more weird ones so send us weird anime speaking of weird ones that i can't wait to cover my dress up darling yeah mate it's absolutely brilliant i'm having such a good time with it yeah i want to i want us to cover um surinay it's a traditional archery 
club. I was about to ask if that was the archery anime that you wanted to, that we've yeah, talked about. I'm down. We haven't been able to find it. Yeah, that's the thing. And just like Major, too. We keep yeah. trying to find Major and we can't find it. We can find the second, but we can't find actual Major. Yeah, and I have watched it. So if you know totally. where we can find these that are totally legal, then we're down to watch it. Yeah. I uh, This is saying that the, it got the description from, no, it's an article. It's not actually got the thing. Oh no, it is on Crunchy. Suraday is on Crunchy. Hell yeah, then we can... I'll, that's new! I'll throw it on the schedule. Yeah, because last time we checked it wasn't on Crunchy, so that's a new update. Yay! Yeah, text me the title of that and I'll throw it on the schedule. I need to fuck with the schedule anyway. It's gotten out of hand. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I feel like that's everything. I am just kind of in a rambling mood now, so... I mean, that's... That's pretty much me all the time. That's one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this. It's just a time where I get to sit down and shoot the shit with one of my best mates and just talk about anime and life. And again, this is genuinely one of my favorite parts of the week is just being able to sit down and do this and shoot the bull and just have fun and just talk about something that... I never would have thought I'd be able to just sit down and talk about freely like a decade ago. It's so weird how times have changed and how much things have kind of grown. Yeah. And just thinking about how this podcast has kind of went from starting out and not knowing what the hell we were doing to now probably being a lot more loose and freeform than we thought we would ever be with it. Yeah. I I, I don't know. We've kind of grown as people on this podcast as well as just figuring out like our craft because like when we started this i mean our prefrontal cortexes hadn't fully developed what <laughs> i still got a year on mine you're 25 when you're a full adult right so i think so yeah it's like when you're, you're the prefrontal cortex of your brain is like fully developed it's when you're around your i don't know dr stone didn't teach me that <laughs> you took psychology you should know that I mean, you're not wrong, but also, Dr. Stone didn't teach me that, so not my problem. <laughs> no, my problem. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, We've grown as people throughout throughout this, and I feel like our confidence levels have changed. Your certainly has, you've like become like a whole new person um, since recording this. You were like just starting voice acting when we first started this podcast. You were just becoming super confident in being like an otaku nerd (laughs) (laughs) and now you like are roping everyone into watching strange anime and it's not just me that's getting everyone to watch keijo anymore like you're doing it too and it's great yeah and not only that but and i mean again this is not trying for you know me to be overly squish or anything like that but a lot of it is thanks to you like you are definitely the more like extroverted or outgoing of this and you have without a doubt brought out like the best side of me i guess like randomly finding you like three three and a half years however fucking long ago (laughs) i found you playing stardew valley on twitch and just forming this friendship and then us streaming together and gaming together and then starting this like it's you you're the reason i've grown and become as outgoing as i am to the point where coming in a few months I'm doing a spinoff podcast where I interview people about anime. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. Like yeah, it's no. you. So thank you for yeah. bringing out like this better side of me. And thank you everybody that has listened to this to just two idiots rambling. Like mm. it's, 
this podcast is just as much y'all's as it is ours. So genuinely from the bottom of my heart, thank you, blue. Thank you, Sam. Thank you everyone that has listened to this. It's brilliant. And I could not have been happier with the past two years and past 100 episodes, regardless of whether I cringe listening to those first few episodes. It's, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> I I don't know I'm I I I don't know eh. um, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh I know you don't do squish no. but I had to get it out yeah I oh, I don't know like it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is brilliant I love and I'm it still so mad much. that All Out didn't get a second season and it never will because it's Mappa so. Uh, not map of madhouse <laughs> i know <laughs> so on that note one final question before we wrap this up what if you could pick any anime to get a reboot or get finished which would it be uh oh i'll even narrow it down shit that actually i'll make it a two-parter out of everything that we've covered and then something that you've watched outside of this unless they are one and the same I would like them to just freaking fix The Promised Neverland Season 2. Can we just, we can just pretend that that never happened. Mm-hmm. We'll all have uh, the Mandela effect. Just, we'll just yeah. decide, like, collectively, we'll decide to have the Mandela effect. And then we'll get a new <laughs> Promised Neverland Season 2. That'd be great. The Promised Neverland Brotherhood. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> uh, maybe Sora Online second season. What do you mean? SAO has been perfected through the Alicization and War of the Underworld arc. I know, but like, can we just pretend, can we just eliminate that? Can we just suck it into a vortex and it never happened? Are you talking about like the whole fairy arc? Mm -hmm. Like make that go away and have never happened? Yeah. Because that I'm cool with. Like that, that that whole, like after Einkrad arc. So you have the Einkrad arc, and then you have the Rapey Fairy arc, which can go away, shoo, and then you have the Gungale Online arc, mm. and then you have the, like, fairy, but, like, Asuna's personal life, like, relationship building with her mother and her mother being a bitch arc. I know what we could do. Sorry, this is just ADHD. Um, Violet Evergarden, fix your shit. Fix the ages. Yeah. That's that's all that needs just, to be fixed yeah, with that show. Age, if you fix the ages, it would be one of my top everything else is fine. Time. We need to do the film. Not saying that I want to just bawl my ever-loving eyes out again. Yeah. But, mate, that film is, oh, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, so fix your ages in Violet Evergarden. Just to be honest, there's quite a few shows where if they just fixed the age range or the, like, the creepiness of them, I would rate them so much higher. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can one hundred percent see yeah. that. Anyway, what about you? Um, Dead Man Wonderland. Oh yeah, that's a good shout. Because that that we got done so wrong with that, and then of course the Promised Neverland. Pretty much anything Clover works. Wonder Egg Priority had all the potential in the world, and then that got fucked over. Yeah, Clover works. Fix your shit. Which Cloverworks is the one that's doing my dress up, darling. So I am scared. I'm really holding out hope, but I am so scared. However, I've been reading the Crunchyroll comments and they are following the manga to a T mm-hmm. up to this point. So I'm, I have high hopes. I mean, I have low hopes, but I have high hopes. I feel like we need to cover uh, Oren high, high School Host Club because that's kind of like classic to a lot of gals who watch anime. Yeah, we need to do that. We need to do Yuri on Ice. 
Yeah. We haven't done Psychopaths Both of those either. Have Psychopaths is one of the first animes I watched on my own. We need to watch Parasite too. Parasite's another classic. Yeah. There's so much shit that we need to cover. <laughs> not enough time. None can, of us can we not... do like five episodes a week? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, not, but you get my point, No, right? I get it. Like, it would be, yeah, we could do. One day. Hey. God, that, that's the dream. That's the dream. Okay. Anyway, we've been rambling, so we're going to wrap this shit up now. Yeah. So, Blue, that crazy person that I do this with, she's mm. great. She's amazing. You can find her on all the socials at Blue Lavender STM on the Instagram and Twitter. She also has a TikTok and YouTube at blue lavender as well but that's lavender with an a yeah l-a-v-a-n-d-e-r um and you can find brad on pretty much everything at brad carter gaming he doesn't have twitter but he does have instagram and twitch where he streams super regularly we did speak about that early in the podcast yeah so if you're interested in him seeing his face hole then you can go on over to um to twitch we also have instagram twitter and tiktok and shit for the podcast we don't really post much on the tiktok yet but i do know that we have been talking about doing some shit there i don't know we'll see as the future goes but that's all bnb anime on all of the socials i have been making some fresh memes for the instagram they're dumb they're stupid if you like stupid dumb memes go to the instagram and check them out at the moment, apparently, I'm onto fart humor because that's what like two of my recent posts have been. But uh, yeah, dumb. Um, <laughs> it's great. Uh, Those are brilliant. Thank you. Uh, we have the YouTube where you can listen to the podcast at BNB Anime and a bunch of new fun content there. And the website, which we've also spoken about having being redone. Also give you that link, Kelly, and we're just repeating shit now. Repeating the plugs. www.bnbanime.com. I was about to say .co.uk. .com. Um, <laughs> Oddpod Movie. www.oddpodmovie.co.uk. Be sure to check that out if you want to listen to uh, Brad and I being part of the film, see his face, and behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, super cool project. And uh, I think that's everything. So outside of that, remember January 30th, we are oh. this episode that you are listening to right now. If you're listening to it on Apple, Spotify, all that fun stuff, we will be doing a live premiere of the episode on YouTube with the new fully animated intro. We are doing giveaways. We're doing live chatting. I'm bringing in some of my streaming friends to come in and chat and also secret merch drop. So be sure to hang out so you can get first dibs on all of the sweet merch we got coming mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh brad was recently featured guested whatever on a podcast who was that what was that Doken win so hayden is excellent i had the privilege of being on that talking about anime talking about Doken and how i've spent way too much fucking money on a mobile game so be sure to check out Doken win on spotify and Doken win or Doken win podcast on instagram i can't remember what it is it's a Doken win podcast yeah with underscores in the names yeah hayden is brilliant it was a pleasure to be on the podcast be sure to check that out as well it was a fun episode yeah yeah uh so yeah that's a d-o-k-k-a-n Doken win w-h-e-n yeah that everything that's that's everything i think we're, right. we're officially done plugging now yeah so thank you all so much for listening and putting up with us through 100 brilliant episodes of this podcast here's to 100 more episodes of us just being 
idiots together next week for episode 101. It's like the first day of class, except we're getting an isekai <laughs> with <laughs> that joke sounded a lot better in my head. But we are ending January with a, another slimy episode of I've been killing slimes for 300 years and I've maxed out my level. It's a female-led isekai where it has great sound effects. It's a fun story and I can't wait to cover that. But until then, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye.